Hello, and welcome to episode 23 of the Fitness for Humans podcast. My name is Mark, and this episode is brought to you by Dr. Restaurant Kitchen Detail. If you have any needs pertaining to any kind of detailing for commercial or residential uh, facilities, uh, find them on Facebook. You can reach out to Matt, and he will have answers to any questions you may have as far as pricing or availability. They uh, go everywhere in northern Ohio, so check them out. Uh, This episode, I want to... uh, kind of dive into uh, my personal daily routine. Now, um, I, I want to get specific on this because there's been things I've touched on in the past as far as, you know, making sure you reduce your sugars, you know, you know why black coffee is so important in the morning, uh, how to kind of do your fasting window, uh, the types of, you know, whole foods to implement, uh, when to supplement protein, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but I want to really get specific as far as my routine goes specifically because um, this is something that's worked very well for me. I get people ask me all the time what I do. Um, and um, th- there are different variations of this that you can do, but I want I wanted this to be available for you as a guide in case you had any questions or were looking for anything specifically. So uh, as far as my routine goes, I mean, I, I get up at f- between 5 and 5.30 in the morning every day. Now, I do not do any workouts in the morning when I get up. Now, now a lot of people do, and this is beneficial, especially if you're doing two-a-days. Um, I've said in the past there have been times where I have done this, where I've gotten up early in the morning, done my weight lifting, and then I go about my day, do my thing, and then I finish my day with a light cardio session to uh, – kind of burn any uh, uh, sugars in my system to kind of help myself uh, achieve ketosis for the next morning. Now, um, th- this is something that's not necessary um, unless you're, you know, trying to really give yourself a jolt and really, you know, get the, the ball rolling on this and kind of doing it in a shorter time frame. Uh, I'm not a believer that this is necessarily necessary, um, but, uh, you know, if you're able to do this and you're willing to do this, all the more power to you. It's definitely not going to hurt. So, uh, but uh, I get up at 530 in the morning, uh, between 5 and 530, and the first thing I do is I actually have a glass of water. It's very important to make sure that you start your day with water. That way you are rehydrated from the night before. And after I've had water, I will go to black coffee. Now, I have mentioned in the past the, the benefits of black coffee, especially uh, on an empty stomach, and uh, especially when you're in your fasting window, how it's acceptable. Now, a lot of people don't like black coffee. I understand that. They want to put cream. They want to put sugar or some other types of creamers in there. And you are just totally, completely counteracting the benefits of the black coffee, which is why it's so important to drink it black. Now, you can put some sweeteners in there to uh, uh, kind of counteract the bitterness of the coffee if, you know, black coffee is really that distasteful for you uh but uh make sure you're going with uh some natural low calorie sweeteners um or even just natural sweeteners in general i mean obviously I, i've always said before stevia and monk fruit are two things that i i really uh rec- recommend um because they're zero calorie and helps helps with the fasting but you can um use as long as it's in very light amounts you can use a little bit of honey or a little bit of agave uh if, if you're somebody that doesn't like coffee black uh it's something you can get used to i used to be one of those people that didn't even like coffee and then i started drinking coffee but i used to use a lot of cream and sugar and then uh, i had to kind of force myself to start drinking it black when uh, i became aware of the benefits of drinking black coffee and this is something that uh you know you can uh kind of acquire a taste for over time and eventually that's the only way you'll drink it is black and it, that is the the best way to kind of start your day um man i've said before you know you don't ever want to uh go above three cups of coffee per day and you want to alternate your cups of coffee with water so you obviously you're starting your day with water then you can have some coffee but before you have another cup of coffee make sure you've had some water because uh yeah you will get dehydrated because coffee isn't astringent now my First calories of the day, uh, I'll take in at 9 o'clock in the morning. Now, I- I've said before, the intermittent fasting is uh, a very important way as far as making sure you're losing your weight, making sure that you're you're breaking your fast at the right time to end your ketosis if you're allowing your body to go into ketosis. And uh, a six to eight hour window is really the maximum window for uh, 
maximize the benefit for the intermittent fasting. Now, I do a nine-hour window. Um, I, I eat my food from nine to six, uh, as I find that that's beneficial enough for me. And I'm not somebody that's, you know, I've already, uh, um, for the most part, achieved a lot of physical goals that I was hoping to attain by, you know, this point. Uh, of my age and life, so um, I could I could bump that back to nine, and I've been able to maintain everything relatively well uh, and easily. Um, but it's, it's, it's mostly about getting the routine. Once you get your routine down, it, it all becomes very simple. But the hardest part is adjusting to the routine. So uh, be aware of that when you, you take this in. It's going to take an immense focus uh, to make sure that you're doing things properly. But uh, you know, I, I'll start. I'll have something at nine, and I, I start with some sort of soluble fiber. You know, whether it's you know. Uh, just a, an apple or a banana, um, something that uh, is, is, is going to start my day right as far as my, my fiber intake. Now, I, I used to be really hardcore where I would try to do a complete raw meal for breakfast and a complete raw meal for lunch, and then I'd have a normal dinner, um, a little snack before dinner too. If I, you know, I was you know, really hungry, I'd have some, some nuts or some dried fruits or something like that. But, uh, you know, the, the, I, I, I'm not somebody that, uh, now, now that I've reached my goal, you know, and I, I'm just trying to maintain now, I, I don't really do that, but I do still uh, try to incorporate the soluble fibers and, and really do focus on whole foods when I am ingesting food for the most part. Now, uh, so at nine o'clock, yeah, I'll make sure that's the first thing that I do is get something, you know, some sort of raw food for, for my fiber intake for the morning to start. And then, uh, and then later in the morning, I'll, you know, maybe have some eggs or maybe have some, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit of oatmeal. I'm not big on oatmeal, but I'll, I'll eat something that's maybe going to sit my stomach a little heavier to hold me over because I don't have a lot of chances to eat uh, throughout the day when I'm at work. But, uh, you know, if you're somebody that does, uh, then, you know, I definitely would stay lighter with the foods that you do consume, um, especially, you know, I've, I've said carbohydrates are good, but the right carbohydrates, you know, I'm not really big on having the heavier things like the cereals and the, the breads and the pastas. Um, cereal is something that is very deceiving uh, when they tell you no sugar added and yada, yada, yada. But I mean, you just you just look at how much sugar is actually in cereal. It, it would blow your mind. Even stuff that doesn't seem that sweet, like like Cheerios. There, there's so much sugar added to Cheerios, so much sugar added to, you know, Chex. Uh, I mean, I, I guess that's why it's so good. But uh so I'll have, yeah, like I said, the lighter breakfast. And then uh, once I get into lunch, I'll, I'll typically have a, a normal lunch, um, you know, consisting of, you know, you know, good grains um, and then, you know, a protein um, and some, you know, some, some cruciferous vegetable or something like that. And then uh, as the, uh, the day progresses, if I'm craving any kind of snack, I usually go to the nuts. I usually go to the dried fruits. Um, those are the things I usually try to stick to when... Um, when I'm craving some sort of snack before a meal. Now, um, I, as far as nuts go, I've mentioned before, pistachios and walnuts are the best. Um, you know, if there's certain different things you're trying to uh, attain with different things, obviously different nuts have different benefits. So, you know, know what's right for you when you do this. But, uh, you know, my, my, my thing is basically digestion. I, I'm somebody that's not really having a lot of problems with a lot of things. So I, I can focus solely on my digestion. And uh, that works out pretty well for me. And I know that, uh, you know, pistachios and walnuts are very good for aiding in digestion. So uh, that's a good place to, uh, to for, for me to go. Um, like I said, use this as a guide. Um, whatever works for you um, is, is the route you should go. Now, once I get uh, home from work throughout the day, I start to prepare my dinner. Um, and I usually try to have that, you know, consist of a decent amount of protein as well as uh, vegetable and, you know, so a, a light, some sort of, you know, light starch. Um, I, I try to incorporate a lot of sweet potatoes. Uh, but uh, if this is where you'll check your protein intake for the day. So if you have had a 
decent amount of protein ingestion through the day. Say you had eggs for breakfast, and then you had you know two maybe two chicken breasts for lunch or something like that, and then you're coming into dinner, and you know you're where you want to be as far as your goals for your protein intake. Then obviously you won't need to supplement any any additional protein. Uh, but at this point, if I if I'm looking like I, I haven't hit my macro for the day as far as protein, and I need to supplement, this is where I'll make a protein shake to go with my dinner. So I'll have my dinner plus I'll have the extra protein shake. Now I do my workouts in the evening, so I make sure that I have my meals done by six o'clock. And then I will uh, start my workouts after that and making sure that I'm not consuming any type of food after I've done my workout because this is making sure that I'm, you know, burning the glucose in my system as well as aiding my digestion with any food that I've already consumed. Now, some people question, you know, well, shouldn't you be having, you know, protein after your workout, yada, 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 if you are cutting and you're done your fasting? No. The important thing is that you get your protein in your system throughout the day, regardless of the time. Uh, the same thing goes with your creatine. If you're supplementing with any kind of creatine, it doesn't matter when you take it, you, as long as you take it sometime throughout the day and it's in your system, you're fine. Um, you know, it kind of contradicts a lot of things that we hear as far as, you know, your muscles are screaming after your workout and this is the best time to feed your muscles. Well, it takes a long time for that stuff to get absorbed in your system anyway, so it's really not as beneficial as you would think to uh, have that stuff after your workout is complete. So uh, I make sure that, uh, you know, when I do any kind of lifting, um, you know, like I said, it's after my meals. If I'm doing any kind of cardio as well, I'll, I'll do my cardio then. Um, it is good to split up the cardio. Unfortunately, you know, everybody's schedule is going to be a little bit different, so you just do what you can when you can. It is important to get some cardio in, even if it's just twice a week, um, to supplement your workout, just to, so that you're, you know, you're, you're working up the sweat, which is good for your pores, but you're also, you know, burning off all that sugar that's in your system, for, you know, from consuming food and beverages throughout the day. Uh, I've mentioned, you know, I mentioned black coffee in the morning, but you try to make sure you cut off your black coffee routine around noon um, and have no more caffeine afternoon if you were able. Um, unfortunately, this is something I kind of cheat on a little bit because I'm, I have a job where I'm running around I'm on my feet all day. It's not a very sedentary um, job that I do. So um, because of that, I try to stay caffeinated throughout the early afternoon, but usually I do cut that off a little bit. They have a little bit afternoon, but not too far afternoon. I'm usually done by, by two or three o'clock in the afternoon with, as far as my caffeine intake goes. And that, that holds me over pretty well. Now, the specifics as far as a workout. Now, a lot of people have different ways that they like to work out and certain things that they're trying to achieve. But like I've said before, cutting and making sure you're keeping your body fat into a 10 to 15% range is ideal for maximum health and energy. Um, so, um, you know, I'm a believer that uh, working out high repetition, low weight is the best way to go. Uh, I, I, for one, have, you know, some resistance bands that I like to use for certain types of things. I, have, I do have a, a, a loose dumbbell uh, set that I like to use for certain types of things as well. So, um, you know, I, I, when you work out like that, um, you don't have to do any type of body split. Um, you can work out, you know, three to four times a week where you're just doing full body workout. You know, you're, you, you know, have the light weight and you're, you're repping it out three, you know, three sets doing crunches, three sets doing bench, three sets doing, you know, push-ups, whatever, you know, something for your chest, something for your back, something for your arms, something for your triceps. And then, you know, like I said, three to four times a week, even an hour, hour and a half. Um, and then, you know, supplementing cardio, even, even if you're just doing cardio on the off days, you know, say you work out, you know, three days and then you do your cardio, you know, in between each day. So that's five workout days. Because say Monday you'd be doing a lifting, Tuesday you'd maybe doing your cardio, Wednesday you'd be doing your lifting, Thursday your cardio, Friday your lifting, and then you'd be taking Friday and Saturday off. If that, that's something that's, that sounds appealing as far as your routine and something you find success with. Um, me, I, I, I try, I usually work out, 
uh, six to seven days a week. Um, but uh, I found that uh, lately I've actually been reducing that down to four to five, and uh, I haven't really seen uh, any kind of drop off from uh, any type of goals that I had reached, you know, as far as my physical achievement. So, um, but uh, hopefully this is, you know, something that answers a lot of questions that people have as far as, you know, where to start and how to specifically go about certain things. Now, there, there are certain things that you can alter depending on what type of, you know, window you have for your fasting, what type of, you know, macro goal you're trying to hit. Um, you know, everybody, I guess, has different things in mind and different things that they think will work for them. And, and try it. You know, don't go with just one way and, you know, say this has got to be the way that it's got to be. It, it doesn't have to be that way. I've changed my routine several times you know throughout my journey and I've had success doing a lot of different things um, I this the one thing that I'm doing now is the one that I've actually stuck with the longest because it's the one that I've had the most success with and uh, the, the, the thing that I feel makes it more successful is the fact that even when I slip a little bit with my diet you know lately like lately I've been you know on a cereal kick I, I've just said cereal is not something that normally I eat and you know yada 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 but I mean I, I've always was a fan of cereal before I started you know dieting and everything so uh, something that I've kind of uh, reincorporated uh, not try not to do daily but I have done um, multiple times a week and it hasn't affected me because you know I, I've set the good foundation as far as you know my routine and um, you know my metabolism and things like that as far as you know where I'm at I'm just in a good place health-wise energy-wise and uh, so I'm able to get away with some, some some more of that kind of stuff now obviously if I notice any type of change uh, you know this is where the discipline comes in you say okay so some things are starting to slip here you know we got to go back to you know doing some things that we've done you know one thing that I found is that uh, I've actually gotten below 10% body fat range and uh, I found that it effect negatively affected my energy which is one of the reasons why I've kind of let myself slip a little bit on some of the strict dietary restriction that I have because I wanted to actually put a little bit of that weight back on just to make sure that I was optimizing my you know my energy availability and it, it has actually worked the trick like I said the 10 to 15 percent body fat range is the sweet spot that's where you want to be as far as um, you know if you're looking to maintain a, a certain energy level um, as well as an overall health standpoint so um, yeah let's recap I mean the important thing is you know to find a routine that works for you but be strict with it okay I mean I, I've kind of laid things out for you as far as a guideline and, uh, you know, if, if you know no better than, you know, what you want to do as far as, you know, how, how to alter it and start specifically with something that's been laid out for you like this and follow it and then make adjustments as you go along as far as how you're feeling. Now, one thing that I want to make sure that I, I reiterate in this recap here, too, is I have told you before to incorporate the intermittent fasting, but that is something that you have to ease into. So if you are somebody that has not started your intermittent fasting journey yet, make sure that you get started on that as soon as you can, because this is a key to a lot of good things for your health. OK, but this is something that you can't just say, OK, six to eight hour window. So I'm going to go to a six to eight hour window and then I'm going to be set. No, your body will reject that. So you have to make sure that you um ease into it by slowly shrinking your your eating window as you progress into this journey so um that's really the biggest take that uh um i can really give you as far as um you know being specific as far as getting all this stuff started but then once you have your window set you know making sure that you're you know like i said before the whole thing starting with your reduced sugars your fasting your whole foods um you know and supplementing your protein when necessary but uh yeah just uh stay focused and stay disciplined okay um hopefully this has been beneficial for you until next time so long <laughs>